Thank you for listening to the Alan Wright Sermons Podcast. I'm his son, Matthew, and we have been splitting up the sermons every other week at our house church that my wife and I host on our farm. If you're interested in joining us, check out wrightfarmhousechurch.com. Enjoy today's lesson. There are a bunch of songs in on the radio and in popular music that talk about being a fool. <laughs> and there's just a couple that I'll, I'll make mention of. One is, um, what kind of fool am I? Now, this, all these date me, you know, the, one, the ones that I remember. Uh, I can't remember if it's Frank Sinatra or someone like that that sang that one, or probably a, a bunch of different people. Uh, the other one was in the 70s, was one that was, was um, oh, everyone, everybody plays the fool sometime. You know, remember that one? Uh, it, I can't remember who sang that either. <laughs> I don't follow these people too much. But uh, everybody plays the fool sometimes. There's no exception to the rule. I ain't lying. Maybe it may be natural, maybe cruel. Uh, I can't remember all the words, but uh, the usually these songs have to do with love. You know, I, I was I was foolish in the way that I, you know, was trying to approach someone or break up with someone or you know that type of thing. And so it is true. That song is true. Everyone is foolish sometimes. I mean, if I were to ask. You, if you've ever done anything foolish, raise your hand. Everyone raises their hand. All right. I mean, yeah, and even Marilyn, and she's she could probably think of something, but most of the time, yeah, I mean, that young we give her a pass. But um, you know, one of the most foolish things I ever did in my life, and do not. Take this as an example to follow the fool. This is not. This is an example of what not to do. Is I had a 1951 Ford pickup. I actually think it was a 1949. Uh, when I've looked online at these, at these, and I was driving down the road with two friends, and it's kind of a back road, so there weren't any other cars around. And I said, you know, I could get out of this car and I could walk all around the, completely around the truck while we're driving. And because they had sideboards and big old bumpers, you know, that stuck out. And they said, oh, you know, you couldn't. I said, watch. I said, slide over here. And I opened up the door and I walked down the back and walked across the bumper and walked down the other side. And my friends were kind of smiling at me. And I, as I came across the front of the truck, I suddenly realized, you know, there's a big, the, the, the hood was round. You couldn't really grab it. You kind of halfway grab it. And I thought, if my friend did the foolish thing of slamming on the brakes right now or tapping the brakes, I would go flying in front of this pickup and get run over. And they were laughing and laughing at me as I came around. And I got back in and said, okay, you got your turn. You said you could do it if I would do it. Uh and as they got out and started going around, they did the same thing. They realized when they got in front of the, on the front, that this was a foolish thing to do. <laughs> yeah, we all 
are fools sometimes who do foolish things. But the Bible talks about being a fool. And here's the difference, all right? One is your way of life. When, when the Bible says, don't be a fool, it would include, don't do foolish things. That's, that's smart. Don't do anything foolish. But being a fool is a way of life that their whole, a person's whole life is characterized in such a way that uh, God says, you're, you're a fool. All right. And Jesus warns us in the book of Matthew, don't be going around calling people fools. All right. Don't say, oh, you're a fool. All right. Because that is talking about a characteristic and really only God can determine who a fool is. And a fool can be convicted that he's a fool and change. All right. So, yes, we do foolish things, but do we live a fool's life? And we're going to look at mainly the book of Proverbs. And so I want one of the boys to come up here to read Proverbs chapter 10, verse 8. Who, who wants to get there first and come here and read Proverbs chapter 10, verse 8? In these first verses, all right, and then the next one can go, go over to chapter 12, verse 15 and 16. All right, and the third one, okay, and then Jonah, how about chapter four, 14, verse 16? 14. You got 14, verse 16? All right. So we're, we'll just go ahead and read all, oh, well, let's see, they're kind of spread out a little bit. So 14, verse 16. So Michael's going to read verse chapter 10, verse 8. Go ahead. Okay. The wise in heart accept commands, but a chattering fool comes to ruin. All right. So what you have here is Proverbs often will compare one thing against the other. And he says the wise in heart accepts commands. So the wise, and, and this is what the book of uh, Proverbs does. He compares wise to fools. It says wise will accept commands. That means what are they doing if they're accepting commands? They are listening. They're listening. That you can't accept commands if you're not listening. But the uh, but the fool uh, that but a chattering fool comes to ruin. What's the chat the fool doing? He's just talking. He's not listening. All right. So this is a characteristic of a fool. Just talk 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 talk. Never listens. All right. Who has uh, chapter twelve? All right, come up. You got to come up here so we can. Yeah. Verse 15 and 16. And these are both a little bit different, but they're that we're going to read them together. Go ahead. The way of a fool seems right to him, but a wise man listens to advice. A fool shows his annoyance at once, but a prudent man overlooks an instant. All right, so let me also say this Proverbs are meant to meditate on, they're meant to be to stop there and think about what is being said. And so he says here in verse uh, uh, 15, the way of the fool seems right to him. So a fool is the kind of person that always thinks he's right. If you're going around saying, I'm always right, and you never consider the possibility of being wrong, you might well be a fool because a wise man, what does he do? He Listens. All right, he's, he's, he's a listener. He listens to advice. He's not just going around telling everyone else he's right. And then he says, and a fool, this shows a characteristic of him, shows his annoyance at once. 
All right, when he gets annoyed, you know it, all right? Because he lets you know he's annoyed. Now, we all get annoyed sometimes, right? That doesn't mean you're a fool. But if you're the type of person that's always showing that you're annoyed, then you could be a fool. A prudent man, he says, overlooks an insult. So you get insulted and you overlook that. And you might even get annoyed at it, but you'll you'll overlook it. So you start looking at the wise and the fool here. Uh, verse 14, verse 16. And Go ahead. A wise man fears the Lord and shuns evil, but a fool is hot-headed and reckless. Okay, this is very similar. A fool is hot-headed and reckless. All right, don't do, don't, uh, this is the characteristic of his life. So who wants to do 15 verse 5? And all we're looking at here is characteristics. Who's got chapter 15? And one of you boys, I tell you, I'm going to read 15 5, and we get someone else to choose 17 24. Some to choose 20 verse uh, 3. All right, 20 verse 3 and 26 11. And I'm going to read. 1724. All right. A discerning man keeps wisdom in view, but a fool's eyes wanders to the ends of the earth. All right. Listen to that. We all daydream, don't we? Anyone here like to daydream? I actually like to daydream. I sit there and daydream. That's okay. But he says a fool's way of life is, is just letting his mind wander everywhere. A, a wise person kind of is able to focus, all right? But a fool just kind of leaves like always off somewhere else. All right, so you have to look at yourself and say, am I living a life of a fool or am I living a life of a wise person? Do I focus? And there's a time to focus and there's time to daydream. We're not talking about these isolated instances. But if you're always just kind of like off somewhere else, and someone wakes you up and you get mad at him. <laughs> you might be living the life of a fool. All right, chapter 20, verse 3. All right, come on up here. Who? Uh, did, I do, did I say 15, verse 5? I missed 15, 5. Who had that? All right, you, can, you get 15, 5. Go ahead and read. Uh, all right, well. It is, it is a man's honor to avoid strife, but a ver, uh, but every fool is quick to quarrel. Okay, so are you quick to quarrel? That's 20 verse 3, quick to quarrel. Or are you a wise person and you avoid those quarrels? So we're looking at characteristics. Which one do you have? 15.5. 15, 15.5. A fool spurns his father's discipline, but whoever heeds correction shows prudence. Who likes to be corrected? Mm, we all kind of struggle with that. I'm glad you do because that shows you that you're a wise person. If you don't mind being corrected. Right, but if you're a foolish person. Yeah, a foolish person. Yeah. So a foolish person doesn't like discipline. Now, a father's discipline doesn't always mean a spanking. All right. Father's discipline may mean, hey, you got it's time for bed. Get to bed. And you obey, you get there. All right, but some people just, they're always kind of, you know, spurning the discipline. Yes. This version says fools reject their parents' correction. Ah, uh, okay, that's very, that's that's the same thing. Uh, uh, a fool not uh, rejecting whatever when a parent corrects you. All right, that's, that's a fool, all right? So you don't want to do that. All right, um... 
20, did I say 26 first? Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to look at some results in a minute. Michael, get to 1129. Jonah, 1716. Kai, 1721. Lucas, did you want to read? If you, you let me know if you want to. All right. Now, don't read it yet. I'm going to read a couple more real quick. These are characteristics of a fool. I'm going to finish this out. Chapter 26, verse 11. Uh, uh, this is kind of gross. Y'all want to hear something gross? The Bible even says gross things sometimes. All right, listen to a gross one. As a dog returns to his vomit, so a fool repeats his folly. And he's trying to make you think about it. Nobody likes to see a dog throw up and then eat it. Yeah. And he says, well, that's the way a fool is. He just keeps doing the same thing over and over. All right? He's a fool. It's like a dog throwing up and eating his throw up. All right? And then in verse 28, verse 26, sorry to gross you out, but it was the Bible doing it. Uh, he who trusts in himself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, glad you didn't clean it up yourself. He who trusts in himself is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom is kept safe. So here's another characteristic, someone who trusts in himself. Well, that's a, a fool. So what's the result of living being a fool? All right, let's take a look at chapter 11, verse 29. What does it say there? Oh, 29, not 25. Yeah, yeah, 29, I'm sorry. Whoever brings ruin on their family will inherit only wind, and the fool will be servant to the wise. All right, here's part of the, here's uh, a, a result of being living the fool's life, is you're, you're going to end up being a servant to the wise. The wise, is go, they're going to be able to know and discern and how, how to do things, but a fool isn't going to know how to do things, so they've got to be told what to do. So they'll be a servant to the wise. Chapter 17, verse 16. Jonah, did you have that one? Come on up here and read that. You do 24, verse 17, verse 16. Of what use is money in the hand of a fool since he has no desire to get wisdom? All right. So here, here's another result. Money doesn't do this guy any good. He blows it. All right. He's the kind of guy that just blows money. All right, because this is the way he's not thinking. He's not, he's not being wise. Uh, chapter 17, verse 21. All right, here comes our reader. To have a fool for a son brings grief, but th and there's no joy for the father of a fool. All right, so here's another result. Your parents are going to be really sad. It's like, I have raised a fool. And no parent wants to say, you know, we, we, we like to brag about our kids. Oh, yeah, you, you should see how my kids can do this, and my kid can do that, and my, my child does this. Oh, he's growing up. He's done this. But no one wants to say, uh, so what, what's your kid like? Uh, he's a fool. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm embarrassed to tell you, but isn't that awful? All right? So we don't want to be that kind of person. All right? That's the result of being a fool. You, you're just a disgrace to People who love you, all right? First chapter, what did I give you? 24-7. Uh, Wisdom is too high for fools. In the assembly at the gate, they must not open their mouth. <laughs> they, oh. Yeah, they just need to be quiet because 
you know, have you ever n- known someone who talks and you think, man, they should have just kept their mouth shut? Yeah. yeah. All right. You've known people. Well, that's probably because they're a fool. All right. And so there's some people that's just like, that's too much for you. Just, just just the best thing you do is just be quiet. All right. Uh, and then in chapter 26, verse one, it says, like snow in summer or rain in harvest, Honor is not fitting for a fool. So this is part of the result. I mean, no one likes snow in summer. Well, there might be a few people. But that's not something that we look forward to. Snow in summer, it's the opposite. Or rain and harvest. If you're really dependent on a crop to eat, you you want to harvest during the dry season. That, you know, when it's coming becoming ripe, if, because if rain comes, it's going to spoil your crop. And he says, uh, 26 verse 1. So he says... In the same way, you don't honor a fool because it's just like the opposite of what should be happening. Okay, so we all, first of all, we don't want to be fools. That's our our point here. And we see the results of being fools is no good. But how do you treat a fool? What? How are we to treat someone who is a fool? We, We meet somebody, we know they're a fool. How do we treat them? Let's look, we're only going to look at three verses on this one. Chapter 23, verse 9, and then chapter 26, verse 4 and 5. 23, verse 9, go ahead. Do not speak to fools, for they will scorn your prudent words. Prudent words, is that what it says, prudent? Yeah, yours says prudent words, all right? Mine says scorn the wisdom of your words. So he says... Don't even speak to a fool. Don't even speak to a fool because they're not going to listen to you. So sometimes you get these people who you know just, they're not going to listen to you. And the Bible says, there's a time not even to talk to them. All right? Now, the next two verses kind of back that up, but they make you think because they change things. Ooh, okay. Chapter 24, 26, well, you're up here. 26, go ahead and read 26, verse 4 and 5. Okay. Do not answer a fool according to his folly, or yourself will be just like him. Answer a fool according to his folly, or he, or he will be wise in his own eyes. Okay. So here is something that's kind of funny. All right. He says here, uh, don't answer him according to his folly. Verse four. And he says, if you do that, you're just going to be like him. Don't do that. And then the next verse says, answer him according to his folly, or he's going to be wise in his own eyes. It's the opposite. And I think Matthew has shared this with us in the past, some thoughts on this. And the point is, there's a time to speak, and there's a time not to speak. There's a time to correct, and there's a time to let someone learn the lesson the hard way. How do we know the difference? Parents. We have to, <laughs> what was that, parents? Well, that's a good answer. <laughs> All right, but the answer goes along that line is you have to be wise. You have to get wisdom so that you know when to speak, and when not to speak, when to walk away, and when to stay and, and, quote, fight. It's a time to say, this is not my problem. I'm staying away from this. 
I need to involve myself in this. And where do we get wisdom from? If we want to know what to do in certain situations, we get it from the Spirit, from uh, being in God's Word, studying it, meditating on it, thinking about it, memorizing it. It's not an easy thing to do to be wise. Being around, well, there's other passages I haven't read. Being around wise people helps you to be wise. Your your friends that you hang around with, you know, there's some people that after a while you go, it's not wise for me to be around that person. This person is a troublemaker. This person's getting me into trouble. This person is saying things that I don't want to think about. All right, there's a time to walk away from the foolish person. And there's a time to try to influence the foolish person for Christ. And all those things, trying to figure out uh, when, when and what to do takes wisdom. And the only way we can get wisdom if we're in God's Word, studying God's Word. And guess what? Sometimes I'm going to say something when I should have kept my mouth shut. Or I'm going to keep my mouth shut when I should have said something. I've done a foolish thing. But I'm not a fool. It's okay to make mistakes. Just don't keep repeating the mistakes. All right, here's the last thing, last thing I want to talk about in, 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 uh, in Proverbs. Is there anything, after we've looked at all those things, these characteristics of a fool, the results of a fool, how to treat a fool, is there anything worse than a fool? Well, I'm saying insane. <laughs> <laughs> insane, yeah. Well, actually, the Bible tells us there's something worse than a fool. Oh, my goodness. Look at chapter 26, verse 12, and I'll read that. It says this. Do you see a man wise in his own eyes? There's more hope for a fool than for him. Well, there's something worse than a fool. Someone who's just wise in his own eyes. You know, I don't know if you guys knew this, but I'm the smartest person in this room. Did you know that? I'd be worse than a fool if I if I if I believe that uh, nobody can figure out things better than me. Well, there's more hope for a fool than you. Isn't that sad? You don't want to be that kind of person. All right, in chapter twenty nine, verse twenty, we see another aspect of something that is worse than a fool. Do you see a man? Do you see a man who speaks in haste? There's more hope for a fool than him. Okay. So watch your mouth. A lot of these things have to do with our mouths and what we say, you know, how quickly we talk. Not everything, but there's a lot of it is watch your mouth. Because when when you speak, yeah, when you speak, that one, that was 29 verse 20. When you speak, it's showing your heart. I want to end in the New Testament. And I, I told you in, in Matthew chapter uh, in the in the uh, Sermon on the Mount, God gives you a warning, or Jesus gives you a warning. Don't go around calling people fools. All right, don't you don't do that. Uh, it's a, it's a foolish thing to call people fools. You might recognize it and move away from them or speak toward their folly. That's okay, but don't just be going there and say, "Hey, you're a fool." You know that type of thing. But God did call someone a fool once. Can you imagine if? Well, why can God call someone a fool? But he tells me, you, be, you, you don't need to be calling people fools. The reason he does that is because it's a heart issue, and God knows the heart. He can look at someone's heart and says, buddy, you're a fool. 
and he's right. With me, I can say you're a fool, and I might be wrong. So I need to be careful what I what I say, uh, making judgments like that. But in chapter 12, verse 16 of Luke, Jesus tells a a parable, and it's a really I I, I talked about the the first two verse, uh, verses verses 13 and 14 earlier, and I'm. Uh, spoke about this parable also, but he says, and he told them this parable, the ground of a certain rich man produced a good crop. He thought to himself, what shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he says, this is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I'll store all my grain and my goods. And I'll say to myself, you have plenty of good things laid up for many years. Take life easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, this very night night, your life will be demanded of you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? Now, this man's foolishness wasn't that he planted a good crop. His foolishness wasn't that he worked the crop. We have a garden, right? It takes a lot of work, really, doesn't it? When we don't work it, it doesn't do really well. This guy must have worked his garden. It grew. It did well. He had a lot of things. And he said, hey, what am I going to do? I'm going to just build bigger barns and I'm going to store it up. And then I'm going to take life easy and I'm going to eat, drink and be merry. Well, is anything wrong with having and uh, taking life easy sometimes? Taking a vacation? Is, it, is there anything wrong with eating and drinking and being merry, being happy? Mm, no, unless it's the center of your life. And that's where his mistake was. The center of this life, of this man's life, was himself. I didn't count how many times he said me and I, but it was a whole bunch of times. This is what I'll do. I will tear down my barns and I'll build bigger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. His whole life was centered on himself, selfishness. And God said, you know, all that work you did, Who's going to get it? You're not going to get it. You've been a fool because you centered your life around yourself. And that's really the problem with fools. This quick talking, the getting angry real quick, the annoyance, all that is based in me instead of God. When we center our lives in God, center our lives in Christ, we will learn how to be wise because that's where wisdom is, right? The wisdom of God is in Christ. And when we center our life there, then we'll be wise. And when we send our lives in me, then we will be fools. So I want to encourage you, center your life in God. Do that through constant reading of the scripture and talking about it with other people and spending time with people who are, are in God's word. And you'll grow to be a wise person instead of a foolish person. Thank you for listening to the Alan Wright Sermons podcast. We hope you'll join us next time. God bless you and have a wonderful week.